Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Rostentations Podcast, episode 11. We're into double digits. Welcome to you, coming to you on another Monday night, and uh, hoping you've enjoyed the first 10 episodes. I know I've enjoyed making them. I'll be honest with you, I this was not, I never thought this would be as much fun as it was. I thought it was going to be a lot harder, but I've actually gotten into more editing. Hope you've noticed the past few episodes are a bit more polished. And, you know, I've kind of thought about getting into more, more getting into more of the things. And of course, as I did more work and as I started telling you guys more and more about so many of the great lyricists, is that's one of the things I love most about hip hop, about rap. I think it's really underrated um, is how smart these people are that get into the songs and what they talk about. Um, last week, I did an episode on Lupe Fiasco and his pretty much entire double entendre of a song for the character that he's driven for his entire album and the weaved webs he goes through and all that stuff. And I thought to myself, who was the one person I could do or one song I could do that would be the exact opposite of everything from episode 10? And lo and behold, if you did not recognize that intro, it is the classic intro of Get Low by Lil Jon and the East Side Boys. It is... A classically bad but amazing rap song. Now, I realize people will say, how can you say Get Low is a bad song? It's a bad song. The lyrics are fucking terrible, and we're going to get into that. And I wanted to do one of these because I feel like, you know, a lot of what I do on the show is talk about the amazing lyrics and the smart people that are in hip-hop. And then there are people in hip-hop that, I don't want to say give hip-hop a bad name because this is a party song and I can get down to the song. But they are what people use to assault hip-hop and say, oh, it's not music. Anyone could do that. Anyone could do... Uh, anyone could come up with that crap. And it, for this case of Get Low, they are 100% right. But for I'm going to go into it because there are so many other things with this song that are hilarious to me that they really... You don't even think about it. Everyone thinks about, oh my God, I'm at a wedding or I'm at a party or I'm at a 13-year-old's bar mitzvah and this song is playing and everyone's going around pointing the wrong direction. Which way is the window? Which way is the wall? Does sweat drip down my balls? If you're a woman, where does that sweat go? Who's really to say? And I think that I want to get into this song because I think there's a lot of... It's like... You know, when you have like a cult classic type movie, it's not a good movie. This is the snakes of a plane of music. Like it's, it's not a good song. It's not a good, it, it's, but it is, gets the people going as uh, Will Ferrell might say. So let's get into it. I, I, I chose Get Low because I thought that there was nothing more opposite than the song I chose last week. And the ironic thing about it is that is very true. Little John, the East Side Boys, and it also features the Yin Yang Twins. Um, now, I'm not really sure what the Eastside Boys do. I know the Yin Yang Twins are at the very beginning of the song. Eastside Boys just seem to be around, I guess. I don't know. But somehow, this would hit the number one on the U.S. Hot Raps songs in 2003 when it came out. Uh, number two on Billboard Hot 100. Behind Baby Boy by Sean Paul and Beyonce, which, goddamn, that, I mean, that song is catchy as shit. I should do one of those, but I, I can't respect Sean Paul. He's not even the good Sean Paul. Although saying Sean Paul is actually pretty fun. So, but let's talk about the mystique of Little John for a second. Little John does, now, you can say he's a producer, and I agree, there are lots of producers, but I think there is no group of people that has gotten famous, that has 
achieve the level of fame in the hip-hop community or maybe just the pop culture community that they don't deserve as music producers. I think Lil Jon does... Listen, he's put out some good beat. This beat in the song is good. I can't I can't deny him there. But he does nothing. He's like It's like DJ Khaled. It's the same thing. DJ Khaled doesn't do anything for the song. He just yells in the background and says pretty much nothing. He's not even really hyping up the song. He's just being ridiculous, wearing ridiculous clothing. Same with Little John. And yet now we just know him for going, yeah, yeah, what? Okay. And I would argue that the the fact that some of the funniest skits on the Chappelle show and the so many parodies Little John raised his profile for so long that he's now, he was in the Pepsi commercial in the Super Bowl just to say, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, no, just to say, okay, I'm sorry, he didn't say yeah, he just said, okay, with Steve Carell and Cardi B, who are both, Steve Carell, obviously a major actor of the, right now, Cardi B, the biggest, uh, one of the biggest hip-hop artists in the entire world right now, shout out for strippers, because we're getting into a lot of that in this song, but he doesn't do anything, he just has a couple catchphrases, but I think because he's been mocked so much in pop culture, that has kept him his career essentially alive. I, I would dare say if you asked anyone to name five songs Little John is a part of, they probably couldn't. And I'm trying to name five right now. Uh, and I got like this one, Get Low. I got Snap Your Fingers with E-40. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I seriously, I, I can't, I, I really, and I'm trying to think hard and I, I can't think of it. I, I may just pull this up just so I can I know he's the producer on the song, so I'm going to pull this up and see if I can come up with... Okay, first off, here's a ridiculous... Oh, okay, yeah, with Usher and Little John... Uh, with Ludacris, that's an obvious one. And won a Grammy for Best Rap Sung Collaboration. Uh, he was nominated for Record of the Year and Best... Oh, that's Usher. That's not helpful. Turned Down for What, obviously. But that's my point. It won Best Direction at the MTV Movie Awards. It was nominated for a Grammy for Best Music Video. But my point is that in that song, he pretty much just does, bye for now when everybody shuts, turn now for what, that's it. And then the whole thing, I mean, DJ Snake is really the person on the song, right? Like Lil Jon's not really doing anything. And I think that's hilarious to me. But, you know, then again, you look back and he won, Lil Jon the East Side Boys won favorite rap and hip hop duo slash group um, at the American Music Awards. So people clearly... Like him. He was in a bunch of movies. He was in Soul Plane. By the way, Soul Plane, if you have not seen it, Soul Plane is a terribly bad cult classic movie. Little John goes from the cult classic music to the cult classic movies very quickly. He's also in Scary Movie 4 and for some reason something else called Smoke and Mirrors? I'm not quite sure what that's about, but uh, he was also on The Bachelorette in 2018? Oh my god. I'm sorry, I'm going into it. He was on Hell's Kitchen in 26... What the fuck? Who are, who are these people getting him to be on these random shows? Uh, apparently he was on Celebrity Apprentice twice, so uh, Donald Trump understands. All right, I'm sorry. I'm just reading his Wikipedia break. I just found out he's a playable character in Tony Hawk's American Wasteland, and now I need to get that game immediately because I want to see Little John skate. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm getting way off track in the Little John's bio. Like I said, Get Low, released in 2003. It's also featured on the 2002 album Kings of Crunk. It's been remixed tons of times. It's the breakthrough single for the Crunk genre of music which i would argue is uh good or bad i don't know it's a lot of people just shouting and not being super helpful in the musical pursuits here but i'm gonna we're, let's get into it southern hip-hop dirty rap deserves its day in the sun and somehow this is number 99 on vh1's 100 greatest songs of hip-hop 
And I guess that's the case. So let's let's play a little bit of it and we'll get into it. Hold up. So now I'm not going to get into the obvious. Well, I will get into a little bit. Now, the end of the the end of the hook to all skeet skeet motherfuckers, all skeet skeet. Goddamn. Now, Dave Chappelle does an amazing thing of talking about how white people don't realize that skeet skeet is just coming. And that's what it's slang for. And uh, and they were just let it pass. But I always imagined I was surprised he never took that joke further because you have to imagine how that song was presented to the record label, right? Because it they bring it to TVT and they bring it to, and they're trying to get it produced. And obviously someone's, you know, they're trying to make the dreams of the four songwriters on the song. The fact that it took four songwriters to write the song is insane to me. Um, they took it to someone. They had to explain, what what are you talking about? And they were probably like, oh, uh, yeah, skeet, you know, just have a good time. Everybody skeet, skeet. Yay. Like it's a dance or something or it's, you know, some group activity. No, it's really just coming. And the fact that they're encouraging everyone to skeet skeet implies orgy, implies gangbang, implies bukkake. It's it's really a lot more graphic than you might imagine. And that's just the hook. That That's right off the bat. But I think one of the funniest things about this song, first off, I, if, you play, if anyone who plays a game, uh, like a game where you keep score, like a sport or something like that. Whenever I hear three, six, I always go, nine. And no one ever gets it. And it's really disappointing to me. And this is where that comes from. It's the opening three, six, nine. Damn, she fine. And, you know, like I said before, this hook is probably, it's, you know, I will say this. It is probably one of the most recognizable hooks in all of hip hop because people just... Anyone knows, everyone knows the words. You can play it in almost any setting with people of my age and people will get it because they know what it is, except no one knows which direction you should go. He wants you to dance everywhere, here, there, and everywhere. And yet it is to the window and to the wall. And depending on your venue, that might be a different direction. If there are no windows, where does one point? It's a very confusing thing and has left white people and myself very, very awkward on the dance floor as we try to do anything that tells us how to dance. And I think that's why uh, it was it started a lot of these dance crazes because, you know, yeah, we had the Cupid Shuffle for years. We had the Electric Slide. By the way, those are all those dance things, that the coordinated dances you see at parties. Those are fucking awful. But... These are the kind of things that started the Soldier Boy things and all the songs that were just dances and weren't like actual songs. A lot of one hit wonders on there. And and it's because it tells you where to go and it tells these bitches to crawl. And one of the funniest things I, I that about this song is that you won't know unless you're watching the actual music video is that in the music video, it opens with him like the, the beats playing. It's getting started like you probably know. And Lil John and all his boys come into the club and he tells all the scrippers to leave the club now i don't know about you but when i go to a club if i'm pursuing the uh female variety of person of someone of a eloquent look and a scripper in case you were unaware is a stripper with the ability to make her booty clap often accessorized with neon colored g-strings and stretch marks Little John tells them all to leave the club. Interesting strategy. Bold strategy. Let's see how it pays off for him. Cotton. Shout out Dodgeball. 
but they all leave the club. And then once they walk in the club, for some reason, uh, the Ying Yang twins are getting a lap dance at a barber shop. Now, at first they thought, well, this is just a very uh, interesting club. It's a good time. There's lots going on. There's a barber shop. In it. But now that I'm thinking, as all the scrippers left the club and were forced to get new jobs because they could no longer pay their rent. And when you imagine it like that, Lil John's actually boosting the economy. He's bringing that booty club to different areas of the, I'm guessing, Atlanta community. Um, Magic City could definitely use that. Also, one thing I've talked about before is I love using the wrong nicknames for different cities. Magic City is the nickname for so many different cities. And also a uh, very notable strip club. Now, obviously, it's the premier strip club in Atlanta, and that's what I thought of it. But if you weren't aware that Magic City is so many different places, first off, obviously, the very famous strip club in Atlanta. It's where all the people go when the Super Bowl was there this year, uh, Magic City. Strippers were turning crazy amounts of money down there. But also, did you know there's also Magic City also refers to Barberton, Ohio, Billings, Montana, Birmingham, Alabama, Bogalusa, Louisiana, Cheyenne, Wyoming, Endicott, New York, Florence, South Carolina, Orlando, Florida, Miami, Florida, Middlesbrough, Kentucky, Minot, North Dakota, Moberly, Missouri, Muncie, Indiana, Roanoke, Virginia, South Omaha, Nebraska, and Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. None of those places get to be Magic City. I will argue that the only one that should be is Orlando because it's where Disney is and it's got the fun and the family stuff. But none of those are great places. You don't get to call them Magic City. I can't just pick a random town and all of a sudden say, the town of gold. That's not how it fucking works. You can't just be called Magic City for all these goddamn reasons. And I fucking hate that. So now, because every state has at least one Magic City, pretty much, every city is Magic City. Do you live in Fresno? You're in Magic City. Do you live in Paris, Texas? You live in Magic City. Do you live in Buttfuck, New York? Magic City. Do you live in Buffalo, New York? No, your place is disgusting and we don't want you. Go jump on a table and kill yourself. Now, back to where I was at. We're only one second in the music video because Little John's told all the scrippers to exit the club. Now, now it does get back in the strip club and there is one woman on the pole surrounded by 60 to 70 men doing the dance but pointing to the window to the wall while this woman is on her uh, stomach crawling and uh, attracting men of various various proclivities. Now, again, like I said, the Issa, for some reason the Yang is not part of this. They're getting a, a haircut in a separate venue because they're not. you don't see them in the party scene here. But they're not getting a haircut. They're just randomly spraying water in this barbershop. I feel like it's a poor way to run a barbershop. Doesn't really necessarily help. Yeah, I, you know, the whole business practice, it's something that I think Little John's really neglecting. And I would like him to address the fact that he's both boosting the economy, but also hurting these small businesses that want to run customers through. Imagine being in that barbershop, watching the East Side, watching, I'm sorry, the Yin Yang Twins. I always confuse these um, prolific spitters and duos of spitters. Imagine being in that barbershop and just having to sit there and wait for them to get there. Like, oh my God, they used all the water in the spray bottle. How are they going to tamp my hair down? How are they going to control me? <sighs> I guess I'm going to have to go somewhere else. But this is my favorite barbershop. They only come in here like once a week. It's not bad. I like getting a lap dance while I got my hair cut. Um, God. That's, a, that's my reenactment of that conversation for a white person entering this lap dance slash barbershop. All right, let's, uh, let's continue with the song and keep going here. So fresh, so clean. Then she put that question in her ass and me in the mind. This bitch is fine. I done came to the club out at the lemon time. Now, can I play with your panty line? The club owner say I need to calm down. Security guards go to swim me now. The 
at me now. She getting drunk in the club, I mean she working. And then I like to see them females working. Taking the clothes off, fucking naked. And you get a hold on, disrespect it. I put a pop your pussy like this. Cause you ain't friends in this B.I.S. Good jump on the east side, boys with me. And we all like to see ass and tears. Now bring your ass over here, ho. And let me see you get low. If you want this dub, now take it to the floor. To the floor. Now if your ass on the ass, then you can keep your ass where you at. Hold up. So, like I said many times, I love lyrics, and I also think one of the most underrated things about hip-hop lyrics is when they're forced to be radio edits, they have to be slightly edited in order to get on the radio. Now, we already went over skeet skeet, how you're just able to say that on the radio because ejaculate isn't something to be scared of. Everyone does it. Not a big deal. Let's move on. They totally didn't hide that under and not just say, come, 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 come. Um, I hope my neighbors heard that because they're currently having a fucking quinceanera or something while I record this. Um, Anyway, this song is especially good for this because it turns out that there are multiple radio edits for Get Low. Uh, One is amended lyrics that at one point says, take that thing to the floor, you skank, you skank. Now, this is apparently before skank was a big deal because you could just say that shit on the radio and that wasn't a problem. Because uh, that was the radio edit. Now, a couple of them, there were some bleeped ones. They bleeped goddamn. Okay, sure. But I'm listening to the official video version, which does have to be edited. They can't have just cursing and stuff in it. And yet, Tiggled Bitty still fits. Great phrase. Didn't realize that was a bit popular hip-hop thing. Because it's just covering up with the phrase ass and titties. Tiggled Bitties. That, that just safely covers for ass and bitties. That's like saying testicles, but being like, well, it's a medical term, so let's leave it in. But, like, there's another another one for security guard going to sweat me now. N-word drunker than a motherfucking threaten me now. And he just says, drunker, threaten me now. Like, it, <laughs> you're not doing anything. Like, just leaving those blank. The other one didn't even bother to change the words. And it's like, shoddy crunk, so fresh, so clean. Can she work? That question be harassing me. It's just, can she fuck? Like, they just, like, barely change it. And it just, it doesn't come off any difference. Like, taking her clothes off. Ooh, she naked. Instead of, the actual lyric was taking the clothes off, buck naked. For some reason, buck gets qualified out of the music video. How is that possible? This is the official video. You couldn't put ooshy naked in there? Or you couldn't put buck naked in there? It's I guess it's uh, slang towards young buck. I, I, I guess people were shading on him and this is what they're talking about. Now, the Ying Yang Twins... You know, they're obviously known for uh, being probably two of the smartest people, and I believe they're both in Mensa. But this none of this makes sense. I mean, coming to the club about 50, 11 times, now I can play with your panty line, security guards. The, the song's totally disjointed. There's no connection to it, but it's really just couplet after couplet of things that make no sense. You know, like I said, taking the clothes off, buck naked, ATL ho, don't disrespect it. First off, disrespect, not a thing. Just say disrespect. But you know what? That's fine. I, I, I appreciate what they're trying to do here. And that's why we're here. Now, you might be asking, Ross, there's only one verse of lyrics in Get Low. You're absolutely right. There's only one verse of lyric, lyrics in Get Low. But we're going to listen to what Lil John qualifies as the second verse. And yeah. That, I mean, there's not much else to say here. So I'm, I'm going to get back into this and we're going to talk more about the video. We're going to have some more fun here because it's not a very lyrical song, but that's kind of why I chose it. So. Let me see you get low. You scared, you scared. Let me see you get low. You scared, you scared. Let me see you get low. You scared, you scared. Let me see you get low. You scared, you scared. Let me see you get low. You scared, you scared. Let me see you get low. You scared, you scared. Let me see
with it. Stop. Then wiggle with it. Stop. Then wiggle with it. Stop. Then wiggle with it. Okay, hold up. So you may, as you watch the listen to this episode, you may also want to watch the music video because it is fascinating on so many levels. Now, yes, Lil John comes in with verse two where he just says, let me see you get low, drop that ass to the flow. You scared because apparently he's threatening these women that they are scared of dropping their ass to the flow. Drop that ass, shake it fast. Yeah, pop that ass to the left and the right. Yeah, now back, back, back it out. Now stop. Oh, then wiggle with it. Yeah, now, listen. If you need a man to direct you on how to shake your ass, this is perfect for you. If you are any other person on earth, what the fuck is Lil John talking about? He's, even in the video, he's saying, now stop, then wiggle with it. No one's stopping. The girls in this video are not doing anything except just twerking. And this is before twerking became a big thing. They're just shaking their ass. And by the way, I respect the profession. Should prostitution be legal? Yeah, sure. Why not? If you want to do that for money, go for it. This isn't my job. Is trafficking okay? Absolutely not. I don't need pimps. And if a girl chooses up, you need to respect her. Okay? For all you pimps out there, respect her. Now, that's not where I wanted to go with this. What I wanted to get into was that the girls in this video are shaking their ass and working for their tips. That said... No one in this video is paying money. Little John does not, she, he's not respecting these women despite asking them to dance for him multiple times and threatening them by telling them, oh, you're scared? Absolutely not. You don't see any of that. This is a very, uh, you know, it's, it's a very masculine environment. And as a strip club would be, now you might say, well, of course, you know, he's at the club, he's just yelling at the strippers, the scrippers, excuse me, scrippers. Um... And that might be and that might be true, except he told all the scrippers to leave. The ones who are remaining leave for a very motley crew because in the video, there's only like, there were like, I don't know, 37 dudes in this club. There's like two women. In the barbershop, there's two other women. In an entire music video, telling women to shake their ass and get low, there are no more than 10 women. Men? At least 55. I didn't count them all by hand, but I am watching the different people in the different scenes. The ratio was unbelievable. This is the biggest sausage fest on earth. And I suppose with that much masculine energy, you might be like, I need to tell these women what I need to see. I need to see asses hitting the ground. I need to see booties clapping. And I need to get that money. That is what I'm guess learning from this video is that Lil John, despite his coordination of a five-man group of people that can only come to one verse of music um, and so many track suits, it's probably alarming it is all that you see in this video. I, I'm going back through it. There's, I mean, we've got the classic looks. We've got some of these great old school basketball jerseys, really big polo shirts, some reference to Michael Jordan, multiple canes. And then one thing that I want to say that's great in this video. I mentioned the skeet thing before. There is a moment in this song when uh, Little John and his friends pull out super soakers. Now, you might say, Okay, super soakers at a club. The girls are wearing white t-shirts. Let's shoot them with water. Get Show their breasts. I don't disagree with the sentiment. However, on the wall, by the where all the super soakers are racked, guess what it says? Skeet for points. It is telling you to come to accumulate a metric of or unit of measure because of something. Can I collect prizes? Do what it is coming help. Now, 
it's possible that's not the case. It's possible that, you know, that, that was just a mistake, but it's a skeet for points. Now, at some point, the skeet for points, it also doesn't imply, is there skeet in the super soaker? And that's what's really bothering me. Is it a metaphor or is it literal, like you can skeet through these super soakers? Is there some sort of uh, catheter style tube that goes from my dick into the super soaker and fires it on stage? It, that, that latter explanation does explain why cops at one point come in, grab the super soakers from the women, and then start firing them aimlessly into the crowd over the people who have subjected the women to this. Now, you might be saying none of this has to do with the lyrics, and you're absolutely right, because there are no more lyrics. The lyrics are just exactly what was played. Um, and it, it doesn't even, it probably doesn't even merit a hold up or anything like that. And I realize that we may be going a little bit shorter with this episode, but I did want to talk about this. I think it's just very curious that in a song where Lil John is talking about these women working for their dollars, shaking their ass, getting low. I mean, getting low. It, it, the, the title of the song is telling the women what to do. Now, they're but the vast majority of the song is groups of men looking at the camera as if they are just looking at the women that are watching the video and directing them to get lower, even though they aren't in any build of the scene. The parties are all men. They're all with weird, like, fish. A lot of it's with fisheye lenses, I guess, um, to make Little John's nose look bigger and the asses look bigger and the proportions of twerking look more out of place. Um, now, I, I, can't, I can't disrespect the... Um, Women in the song, listen, if you're threatened by a large group of men, uh, you know, dance. Dance for that money. Listen, this isn't flash dance. You're not you're not pulling off the greatest thing in your life. Now, when we get into the ladies boxing section of thing, there are two women boxing and there are what appears to be a crowd of like a hundred dudes. The ratio is getting worse and worse. Um, but listen, these women are going after it. They are punching each other hard. They're getting into it. And I think what Lil John's overall sentiment is for this song is that if you would like to earn a dollar bill, despite your profession, despite whether you're a scripper or not, despite where your walk of life, if you get low, you have an opportunity to collect said dollars. You can get that Gouda, get that Gouda, collect that cheddar, chase that guap. You can get all the things you want in life as long as you get low. Are you a white child who's just achieved manhood by reading his Torah portion? You can get low as well. Are you a poor single mother who needs another way to make ends meet? You can get low. Are you a, a non-English speaking immigrant who doesn't know one thing from the other but is able to recognize her physical attractiveness? You can get low. Are you an elderly man who's Realize that the as more and more men die in the senior citizen home, you are one of the few single men left because unfortunately you've been widowed early. You can get low. There is an opportunity to pursue everyone's dreams in this song, and I think it's underrated as a value to what his message is. Little John, the Ying Yang twins, and the East Side Boys, they may come from a place of very jovial traits and silly imagery but the the message is simple get low unless you're scared and if you're scared fight through it and get low a second time and if you're still scared drop that ass shake it fast and pop that ass to the left and right yeah yes indeed i'm gonna leave you with that because there isn't much more to be said about this song while it is a classic hip-hop song this song, I don't think, oh, no one could have said this any better than Oprah. Yes! So.
I'm going to leave you on that note. This has been episode 11. I hope you enjoyed Get Low, and I'll play you out on the end of the song and the classic hook. Have a good night, America. Get low, get low, get low.